Welcome to Fully Alive. I'm your host, Jordana Mietza, transformation and empowerment coach, entrepreneur and singer-songwriter. And this is the place to find freedom, to discover the truth of who you are, what you want, and how to live the life you want to live the way you want to live it. If you want tangible, aligned results that get you singing in the rain, then these proven simple tools and motivational talks are all just for you. You found the perfect place to lead your most authentic life. Life is for living and there is only one way of truly living, and that's being fully alive. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Fully Alive. I'm your host, Jordana Miazza. How's your week? I hope that you had a beautiful week. We are already a month and a half in 2022. <laughs> wow. It seems like yesterday we had New Year's. <laughs> and now already a month and a half. So I hope that you had a beautiful week. Uh, maybe you're noticing um, a few things going on uh, after, you know, the New Year's resolution month, trying to <laughs> trying to make them real and, you know, all that rush and excitement and motivation and all that. And then February start coming and then a few things start changing. Um, so I hope that you were able to find your balance yeah, there's something I would like to talk in uh, probably the next episode. Uh, before today, I wanted to talk about something that I see as one of the biggest problems in our society today. Uh, but first, if you're new to this podcast, if this is your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome to this beautiful Fully Alive family. Click that subscribe button right there on the app that you're listening from so you never miss out and get notified every time I upload a new episode as well as giving a rating and review. Rating the stars review is how you feel about it. So more people know about this and they too can live a beautiful, fulfilling life. So one of the biggest problems in the global society in which we live is not understanding individualities. Although we all have this same human skin with the same organs, with the tangible physical part and with the part of emotional tools, you know, such as needs and emotions, the rest is individual. And within those physical things, there are also other physical things that determine how we perceive things. Like, for example, that some people taste better much more than others. There are some pieces of paper called PTC papers that you put on your tongue and if you find it super bitter, then you're one of the people who long ago were in charge of tasting things because they had a keen sense of detecting bitterness, which was the way in which nature says that something is poisonous and not for eating. We actually did that test ourselves um, in, in the school that my kids go now, actually, uh, you know, in the open day when, when they show the school to, to kids that are entering, you know, a secondary stage. And in the science department, uh, they gave us these pieces of paper <laughs> and we tried it. And of the five of us, just Luca and I are the ones who feel that strong bitterness. So when we eat food, we already knew this, but now we had proof. <laughs> so when we eat foods that are a bit bitter in theory for 
others, they are um, bitter edible. For him and for me, they are just impossible to eat. We really cannot eat them. And it doesn't have to do with taste or preferences. It has to do with this physical thing, this heightened sense of bitterness that makes us actually spit out the food. <laughs> it's like there is something in us that prevents us from swallowing that thing. <laughs> it is kind of disgusting because it becomes very, very intense. And in fact, the bitterness lasts for, I don't know, five, ten minutes, which ruins eating anything else. So when for another person it is bitter, they swallow it and just continue eating because it goes easy and the, the intensity level is very low. For us, it's just impossible. You know, like, for example, radicchio or endives, you know, things like that. And another example of this physical difference is in the way we see colors. There are some photos going around, probably you saw them, <laughs> of a dress um, or some sneakers. So a dress, um, some people see it white with gold and some people see it blue with black. And with the sneakers, some people see it pink with white and some people see it teal with gray. They are completely different colors. And yet there are people that see it one way and people that see it another. And it is not that one sees it and the other one does not. This has to do with our primal biology and how our brains and our eyes have evolved to see colors with sunlight. Something similar happens in another area, for example, perfumes. <laughs> that you know I am obsessed about. Because there are people who, um, let's say they smell musk or citrus or other components and they love it. And there are other people who smell the same things and they reject it. Not only that, but it also has to do with how it reacts with your skin chemistry. For example, there are perfumes that I loved, um, that I gave to my best friend and when I smell them on her, it is so amazing because it smells like the perfume, you know, from the bottle or from a blot of paper. But if I wear that same perfume, it brings out something, something completely different on my skin that I really don't like. And actually kind of my, my you know, my, it blocks my nose from keep on smelling. <laughs> it's the weirdest of things. Um, and many times it is said in the world, uh, this country does that better. This person makes this better. Who does the best pizza? Who makes the best food, the best car? You know, all those things. Now, the problem is that better and worse are subjective, like food, perfumes, and everything that has and needs a creative process. They are art. And like all art, is subjective. It is according to the eye of the one who looks. You know, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know, the nose of the person who smells, the mouth or the palate of the one who tastes, right? That's why sometimes one person says to another, don't you smell that? Don't you taste that? And the other person genuinely says, no, I don't. How do you smell that? Or how do you taste that? It is as if this generalized concept, you know, that um, I understand it may bring confusion because we're all humans and we all have a lot of the same things. And at the same time, we have another set of things that are individual. 
that there are no two alike in the whole world. And that makes us compare um, with each other, compare, well, this is better, not that is better. You know, last week we were watching an episode of Ugly Delicious. It's a great show. <laughs> it's amazing. It's really good. And uh, we were watching it with Dan. And they were talking about pizza and what is the best pizza in the world? You know, if it is in Naples or in the US or in Japan, or I don't remember what other places were there. Now, the issue is that everyone does it their own way. So they take the basics, the components that form the structure, you know, the dough, uh, flour, water, salt, a bit of oil, and then the tomato sauce, and then they adapt it to their taste. They align it to their palate. Also, there are things that affect the experience of things. For example, when a person eats super sweet things very often, like my son, Luca, he just, oh, he, he, he has <laughs> no limit for sweet, super sweet things. So when someone has this, this way of eating super sweet things very, very often, it is as if um, their palate gets used to that level of sweetness and it needs more and more sweetness to detect it, right? Um, so for example, I like sweets, but I don't like cloying sweets. And the same with salt. You know, there are people who constantly add a lot of salt to food and they actually need that amount of salt to taste the food. For example, smokers, right? Um, something changed in their palate that make them not taste food if they don't add a lot of salt because it seems to them that it doesn't have taste at all. Now, for a person who doesn't put salt in their food, it's too salty and it is exactly the same food. So all in all, this problem is a problem because we do not realize that all opinions are subjective. 100% of all opinions are subjective. And when someone does something that seems to be better, that means that it is better for him or her, not necessarily that it is the best. And when we understand that, we begin to respect different things and the different tastes, you know, of others. And at the same time, it has a byproduct, which is great, uh, in my opinion, which is what it has to do with the validation, right? Nowadays, with social media, um, one is always exposed to this validation. But I think this is key to all of this, precisely because when we understand that the other's opinion is simply the other's opinion, and we do not take it personally as this person doesn't know anything, or the opposite. This person knows what he's talking about, and I don't. So I better change it. I have to do that, or have to do this other way. The other, the other person has its own history, you know, his head, his experiences. Maybe their grandmother used to make a meal in a certain way. So for this person, it's the best in the world because it has that emotional component attached to it. And that person doesn't care if it's authentic or not, if it's um, the traditional recipe or not. That's just what this person prefers. And for another person, it is a normal meal, nothing extraordinary. Each one of us has our own imprint, our own idea of what is beautiful, what is cute, what is balance. And all of these perceptions of life, and on a day-to-day -day basis, we forget that they are that, that they are perceptions, that they are all of them, 
a reflection of our individualities. So when a person says, I don't like what you do, one takes it personally. No one likes what I do. I'm bad at this. And it could be simply a matter of taste. The other one likes one thing and you another. It is the same way we look at reviews, for example, you know, that we are so used to reading uh, before we buy a product, right? So for example, when I read reviews, I see what that person needs, what that person values when they are writing that review, because just reading the review with my eyes doesn't work. Because what is important to me may not be important to someone else. And what is important to someone else may not be important to me. Uh, I spoke a bit about this in another episode when I talked about um, the thing for the car. <laughs> I don't remember the name for that. <laughs> so here is another, another way of looking at it. For example, a few weeks ago, I bought a salad spinner. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we love salad. Um, there was a person who seem to be used to putting everything in the dishwasher. So they gave, for example, this product that I was looking at a review of one star because, as he put it, it's not for a dishwasher. <laughs> and for me, I can wash it by hand. I have no problem. I prefer it to be large because we are five, right? So it has to be big, resistant. Uh, so it lasts for many, many years. So for example, I look for the warranty, even though I may not use the warranty, but for me, if they say five-year warranty, that, that means that it's going to last at least a good amount of that. Um, you know, that it dries well, the lettuce. Um, those things are important to me. Those things are basic when I'm trying to buy a salad spinner. That is more important to me than being able to put it in the dishwasher. So our scale of values with which we measure each thing to see if it's good, bad, better, worse has to do 100% with what we value. Each person, what I value, what you value, each person. There's no other way. It is 100% subjective. When we realize this, we overcome this being all the time. I need the approval of this person. And I know this is something unconscious. It's not something that we go through life saying, I need the approval of this person. Um, the only approval that we really need is our own. The only person who has to be happy with what you are doing is you. The only person who has to feel expansive with what you're doing, living, feeling, is you. If it's another's opinion, it belongs to another. It's not yours. Obviously, considering the collective things, right? I'm not going to do something that makes me happy and hurt someone else, but that has to do with community and common sense. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here. Many years ago, when I understood this, um, that just as there was someone who liked chocolate ice cream, and I talked about this so many times because it is so obvious, this is such a graphic example, that there are some people that like chocolate ice cream and some people that love vanilla. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? I was going to say, no one would say, uh, why you like vanilla over chocolate? You're crazy. But some people do say such things, <laughs> you know, something like, how can you drink tea? It has no taste. Coffee is so much better. <laughs> but anyway, it goes back to taste, right? So I hope you can see how ridiculous is this way of communicating. It is absurd, isn't it? All those things denigrate the conversation. 
a conversation that could be enriched by having different points of view, embracing those different points of view and making it a much richer, much broader experience, letting us take advantage of the fact that there are other eyes looking, you know, another nose smelling, other person experiencing, taking advantage of that and saying, and why do you like vanilla? How do you make it so that it is delicious? Because I tried it and I didn't like it that much, but if you like it and tell me how to make it, I'm going to try it again and maybe I'll be surprised. Or how interesting that you think this about this religion. I never thought about it that way. For me, it was always like this. Or when you say that you prefer this type of politics, why do you choose it? What do they do that you like? that benefit your life or the lives of others. Now tell me, wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't that be a much more enjoyable conversation that not only is an enjoyable conversation, but that has the hidden power of changing our lives forever? Imagine that you never tried this amazing meal because of this ingredient that you don't like. And then somehow a person offers this meal to you and instead of you rejecting it because you already know what's better because you already know what you don't like and what you like and all that you try it with your open mind you try it again and if it is a no it's a confirmation of a no then great but what if you then love it what if you are missing out on this amazing meal because of this idea or this perception of previous experiences or maybe because someone told you for example i have uh, some friends that they don't like the parents uh, actually the father doesn't like broccoli and for their kids whenever you know the mom was making broccoli or something uh he was oh, i don't like that and guess what <laughs> guess what the kids say now <laughs> and in my case i love broccoli i, I completely love it it's just like little tiny trees. It's just so cute. I don't know if it's the way of making them. I really don't know, but I love them. And my whole family loves them. Um, and actually for them, actually I sent them <laughs> to school. <laughs> that was a bad thing. That was a bad idea. But they loved it. It was like a pasta with broccoli and cream and all that. It was just so good. And garlic. Oh, beautiful. Um, but my kids love it as well. And when they talk with their friends and they say, you know, their friends say, oh, I don't like broccoli. They say, oh, that's because you didn't try this or you didn't try it this way because maybe you would like it. So you see how when we are open to see things with different eyes, you know, of experiencing things in a different way, we can enrich our lives with all these amazingness that we can only experience what we can experience, right? So when we have the opportunity to incorporate in our life the experience of other person with different history, with different lives, with different perceptions, with different everything, that is just so amazing to be able to create that. And that's what synergy is all about, right? One person cannot create synergy, right? you need another person to create it because it kind of a compound effect, right? Like I create and then the other person creates over me and then I create, you know, it's like two people, you know, they create this third energy, this third bigger thing, right? So what is it? Um, one is greater than the sum of its parts. I think that's, that's a phrase. So as you can see, there is no truth 
to each of those opinions. It is subjective based on the individuality of that person. So it's not a law, it's not a truth, it's not fundamental truth. The moment we realize that it's purely subjective, we'll lose the need for approval. And we begin to accept that if the other person does not like what I do, it's okay. If I cook something and the person tells me, my mom does it better, the answer to that is... <laughs> Take a deep breath of <laughs> that first. <laughs> and then you can say, and how is it different from this one? Could you one day make it for me so I can try it too? You know? <laughs> enriching instead of diminishing instead of comparing you know comparing always generates separation and when there is separation we all lose because not only i lose communication and um, the enriching thing of having these other points of view but i also lose myself because i am valuing myself using the bar of another instead of valuing myself for what i really like what I want, what makes me happy, what gives me joy, what makes me feel fulfilled. So I hope this was revealing to you as it was for me all those years back. I see that it is also common more than anything with social media and all that, you know, that confidence uh, is affected by what others say, you know, influencers say or haters say, and they are not you. It's another person which you can have a different opinion with and that's all right. And instead of saying, you don't understand anything, we could say, why do you think like that? I'm interested. How crazy it is that I see this and you see something else. How can it be that I'm seeing the same dress as you and we both see a different color? It's incredible. And what do you see here? You know, I think that once we learn this as a society, that we really have it integrated, we are going to be a much richer society because instead of fighting with the different points of view, we are going to embrace them and have even more art, more creation. Because instead of judging and criticizing and pulling down and wanting to put everything in this little box, it's going to be like pure freedom, right? If you think about it, a painter it is the same person, the same style. Each painting is different. And the same with parents, for example. Two parents have children and each child is different. Absolutely everything is different. And we live it every day without seeing, without truly seeing and acknowledging all that evidence. Life is creating all the time, creating new, creating different things that may have many things in common, but are all in all unique. When we see different as bad not only to say something bad about the other but even to turn around and say something bad about us i think we lose i think we all lose so i hope you enjoy this episode um if you did please share it using this link that's wave w-a-v-v-e dot link forward slash fully alive remember you have the power to change someone else's life today and it may be something super simple, like starting a conversation about this. Uh, maybe send them a text or someone that pops in your head right now. Uh, just follow your intuition or your um, impulse and, and see where it gets you. And if you are implementing these things in your life, uh, let me know. You can take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. That's at jordana.miasa. Or you can send me an email to jordana at fullyalivepodcast.com. 
or again you can send me uh, a dm to instagram and also if you want for me to talk about a certain topic or if there's something you're struggling with and you would like some help with and if you didn't buy now click that subscribe button right there in the app that you're listening from so you get notified every time i upload a new episode and if you if you can if you want leave a rating and review rating the stars review is how you feel about it because you know when you do that it helps spread the message it helps people that may be in your similar situation to know that there is a way out to know that there is a way to deal with whatever they are going through and your word your message your review can say that and can help them if you want to work with me one-to-one -one, if you want to work directly with me there is a link in the show notes uh, you can click there or you can go to my website jordanamiata.com and book a free discovery call with me that is half an hour just you and me where we'll talk about where you are now and what symptoms are you experiencing and what is going on in your life what's working what's not working what you truly want and if we see we are a good fit for each other then let me help you and guide you to get to where you want to go before i go i want to say i'm grateful for you for listening today for being brave in your journey and keep growing every day every week every moment i know that you are more you now than you were a year ago. I know it because you are here. And the more people come alive to truly what they what they want in life, the more magical this world will be. So thank you so much for for being a part of the change, for being a part of of this change in energy, of this change in in perceptions, you know, from something limiting to something expansive, to something that makes you happy. And that is contagious. So people in your life will feel that and without knowing you will be empowering those around you to live the life they want to live. So let's keep spreading love, kindness, empathy and fun all over the world. I'll come back next week to give you more and always more ways to live fully, fully alive. Speak to you soon. Bye bye. Here's a new